The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What is going on, y'all? We are back. Another edition of No Bets Barred. This time, UFC 293. We're back in Australia, Mike. We return after uh, 284 in February. I mean, we're back just seven short, short months later. It's it's good to be back down under. Jed, how we feeling, brother? I'd be feeling a lot better if this card was better. <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, we got to bring us down here. I mean, come on. I am. Right? I'm bringing the negativity. We got, Vasa, we got Israel Adesanya. We got the Pleasure Man. We got Carlos Olberg into the Pleasure Man. I mean, if you're ever going to get your girlfriend to sit down and watch a card with you, this is the one to do it. I think they're doing that on purpose. I think they're ending the prelims. The featured prelims is Carlos Olberg straight into opening the pay-per-view with the Pleasure Man. Ladies' night into the pleasure man is. I mean, does it get any better than that? Two combo. Uh, I didn't even think of that. So well, million done. buys, million well done buys for you. Well done for you, Connor. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, a fight night card masquerading as a pay per view. Um, I, I saw a meme where it was where it took Israel Adesanya off of the card, and it was like. This could potentially be at the apex. Like it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if you took Israel Adesanya off the card, it could be at the apex. I mean, if you took Izzy off the card, I think that this would just be, you know, at this would be a Perth card. You know, this would just not be a a big pay per view. Just you know, it's it's just their road show, which is fine. But uh, and it shouldn't be negative because we had a lot of hits during the summer, so you, they can't all be winners. Um, we also got we also got quite a few hits coming this fall. I mean the the next two pay per views after this are are nice. Yeah, so you know there's there's going to be a stinker in there every once in a while, and uh, this one is it. So, but like honestly, as we get in, we're going to get into this card, Connor. 
I have more bets than I should. And up front, I always tell you, never follow me or listen to me. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I just went reaching because Ooh. like half of these fights are just massive favorites or whatever. Yeah. It's just there's you like some of the times you get something like this that there can at least be competitive bouts. I'm like, oh, that might be like a competitive, meaningful fun. This is uh largely, hey, let's get, you know, the the hometown. Not even really the hometown, because New Zealand and Australia aren't the same place. But like, let's get the Oceania fighters a dub in front of this Aussie crowd. So uh, it'll be an interesting episode. I want to see if you have different thoughts than I do on most of these squashes. Uh, I'm I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Uh, UFC Paris, kind of the similar fashion. Uh, favorite sweep, which I mean, you know, that's going to be a good that card was incredible. for me. Incredible. I mean, I'm a square chalk eating donkey loser. Uh, so I mean, I ate. I mean, it was a great card for me. Uh, only thing that killed me was uh, Vulcan by KO, and he he got the club. Yeah, so that was that, brutal. I'm, I'm going to be honest with the listeners, man. That one hurt. That, that yeah. was a tough pill to swallow. And it wasn't like a... Uh, like an anger or anything. Like, you're not like... It's not one of those just, like, frustrating pull-your-hair-out bets. It's just kind of like when it happened, like, I'm, like, screaming. I'm like, no, not the sub, not the sub. And, like, when I realized it was done, like, I just, like, fell back in my seat in disbelief. Like, I was like, I can't, I'm speechless right now. I can't believe that happened. Yeah, uh, I can because we talked about him. Like, what's, he has one. He has one in his career and it happened a billion years ago. That yep. could never be us. Could never, never happen again. Never. Uh, we never. tempted the fates these, and that's these, what happens. These, these plus money plays that like I always go for, like the amount of times that they've just been so close, Zhang by sub plus 600, I mean, had her back, I think three times throughout the fight. I was on KO and round one plus 305 for Vulcan. Uh, I mean, the Ryan Span had had the Gilly twice in that first round uh, in the Krylov fight. Like, it's just like, and it, it, listen, I'll, I'll give it, Credit where credit is due. It gets the heart beating. It definitely gets the heart beating. Like when when he caught Guskov in the first round, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be it. Like we're finally going to hit one of these big plus money plays. We're going to get them both two in the first round. Wasn't meant to be. Still had a good night though. Still had a good night. Yeah, I had a small winning night. I took a couple of underdogs. And as you uh, astutely pointed out, none of those won. Zero yeah. underdogs winning. Um, but we managed to pull it out with a couple of other bets. Nothing, nothing major. Unit and and some change, so grinding, uh, grinding. I mean, that's what, that's what you got to do. Yeah, I mean that that's better than uh, than a losing night, and it's only a matter of time before we have a big winning week. I think that there's a real chance that I'm going to have a losing night this week. Wow, <laughs> so wow. Going, going down, into I was it. just like, I don't know. I I took some reaches, uh, and you know, because it's like, do I want to? I can look at this card and see. Okay, I could just be a chalk donkey and just be like, let's just take all these favorites and parlay them up. And don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a chalk donkey parlay. But the rest was like, all right, let's try and, you know, let's, let's seek the value. Let's find some some tighter lines. And I can just see a couple of these being like, oh, you called KO round one, eh? Nope. That's going to, they. we made it to round two. And then there's a loser and just adding those up very quickly. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, all right, let's dive right in. UFC 293. The promotion returns to Sydney this time around, and uh, we have the middleweight championship on the line. Israel Adesanya taking on 
Sean Strickland. Uh, you know, kind of a uh, odd circumstance surrounding the fight. Obviously, DDP not a, not available to turn around as quickly as he did from the 290 card. So Sean Strickland steps in, and right now you can have Israel Adesanya for the short price tag of minus 650. Sean Strickland coming back at plus 470. You. You alluded, you teased last week. You might be talking yourself into Sean Strickland. Have you fully gotten there? No, I didn't get there. Um, I want to be clear. I wasn't talking myself into Sean Strickland because I think I see something in the tape or that this is a, you know, he can surprise people. It was purely a, man, it'd be pretty funny if Sean Strickland won. Um it might you're two not be two for two depend- in funny bets, like <laughs> know, DDP but- and Sean O'Malley. You're you're two and up. exactly, and that's the thing. I kind of like, but so you got to know when you're flying too close to the sun, you know. And this, I think that this would be me. At least in those ones, I could see how it happened. Like the there was a story I could tell myself. In this one, the story I can tell myself is: is he rolls his ankle, like <laughs> stepping into the Banana cage peel. or something? Like yeah, like it's it's an actual thing because. The thing that really sold me, I might have just been able to pull the trigger on it, uh, except for like this week, Strickland's own coaching staff comes out and is like, yeah, "This is a really bad matchup for us on paper." And I'm like, okay, so I'm not even sure y'all believe he can do this. Like, I have to write a, a piece for for the website for MMAfighting.com, great website this week. So. Uh, you know, outlining like how Sean Strickland can win, and I got to tell you, uh, leg kicks is all I got. And that's not even like a winning method for him. That's just a way he can score some. So uh, I am I'm a bit torn on whether Izzy looks like tremendous in this fight. You know, whether this is this could be Paulo Costa. This could be Jared Cannonier. Like I could see it being either of those two fights from Izzy. I lean slightly more towards the Paulo Costa, but I don't, Izzy's not Alex Pereira. He is not going to just like one hitter obliterate Sean Strickland like Pereira did. So I think that this is going to be a little bit more flashy Izzy, you know, having some fun in there, maybe gets a KO, TKO late, but I I don't think it's going to go early. I've taken Izzy uh, as a parlay piece. I'm a big chalky parlay and bet's not up yet, but I'm going to take Izzy by points because this is either a 50-45 or uh, a TKO finish. So um, I, that's that's where I'm at on this. Yeah, so right now you're looking at around like a plus 120 to plus 130 range for, for Adesanya wins by decision. Uh, that's kind of the tricky part. And then Adesanya wins by KO, TKO plus 115. So like you're kind of just like choosing the battle you want you want to go with there. And I'm sort of with you. So I don't know if points, it, baby. I don't. I don't know if it looks like the Paulo Costa fight. I don't know if it looks like the Jared Cannonier fight. Neither would surprise me. Like, mm-hmm. but when you come down and you break down the matchup, yeah, I mean, it, it just isn't a favorable matchup here for Sean Strickland. Like, if they stand and strike for twenty five minutes, Izzy is is almost positively going to win that fight. Like, and then if he goes to the wrestling, like, one, I have no idea if he's going to do that. Um, I mean, he didn't do it with Alex Pereira. He says he would stand and strike again with Alex Pereira. Like he, you know, is just down to get in there and and rumble. And and I wouldn't be surprised if he just stays standing for 25 minutes. Does he have the power to knock Izzy out? I mean, he doesn't have like the clean 
one hit KO power like Alex Pereira does. So I just doubt he's going to knock uh, Israel Adesanya out. If he goes to the grappling, like, like, does he even have the chops to like score three rounds using the grappling? Like, it's not like Israel Adesanya is a complete fish out of water. Like, he has solid takedown defense. He has a good get up game. Over like the the amount of time he's spent in the UFC, we've really only seen like what Marvin Vittori and Jan Blahovich up a weight class really have success uh, going to the wrestling against Israel Adesanya. And then I mean, when you when you just talk about the wealth of experience between these guys, like Adesanya has fought the best of the best time and time again. Sean Strickland, when he gets into that contendership realm, Alex Pereira knocked out in the first round. Jared Cannonier, very close split decision that he ended up losing. Like, I was asking someone else earlier this week, like, who, who's the best win for Sean Strickland at one eighty five? Jack Hermanson. Ooh, ooh, this is a good question. Well, I mean. The obvious answer is a boost um, because that's what got him the title shot here. You know? Yeah, I guess. But like, is that as <laughs> like is, is is do we even know anything about a boost to like confirm no, that no, that's no. his best uh, one? No, I, that that was just me me cracking wise about um, <laughs> how that goes. Uh, I think his best win is your eye hall. Um, okay, your your eye because that was your eye hall at the time. Like when oh your eye hall may have finally figured it out. He was on that big winning streak. He had. Beating Anderson Silva, the Weidman injury situation, obviously weird, but uh, it, it looked for a minute like Uriah Hall might finally be putting the pieces together. So in the context of that, uh, I think it's Uriah Hall. If you're just looking at like who's the best fighter he's ever beaten, it probably is Jack Hermanson. Um, so yeah, it, it's one of those two dudes. Uh, the Brent, I, though I will say the Brendan Allen win is aging, aging tremendously. Yeah. I, I did see that. I was like, oh yeah, that looks nice now. That looks like, nice now. Yeah, it's aging really well. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I I think it's in still on Saturday. I, I think, I think Izzy gets it done. Maybe late finish. I I think I'm with you. I think I lean points, but I'm just going to use them in as an anchor in a couple parlays, which is also clutch. If you start getting some jitters, if you start getting nervous about the money line, if you have them anchored throughout and your parlays make it to the main event, I mean, just like just like Valentina, easy hedge out spot because I'm not yeah. going to be surprised if Sean Strickland is plus 500 uh, come fight time. I imagine most people that are just casually betting this, casually watching, throw labeled Adesanya in, into oh, their yeah. parlays. So I imagine the line's going to move a little bit more. Um, but yeah. I, I I think this is going to be in still, and then we move on, and and then it's it's the DDP matchup, and we can get really excited about that. I mean, is it? Is it? Is I know it, now Dana's is coming out, and he's just like, yeah, I don't like when people don't take fights. So they I mean, might. If, if, I, it would be really dumb, but you know, Hamzat gets a dub over Paulo Costa. Fuck. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe I mean, if it was going to happen in any sport, them if it was going to happen in any sport, it would it would be this one. It would. I don't like it when guys take fights. You're the jackass who set him to fight two months before. What'd you think was going to happen? Against an absolute dog in Robert Whitaker. What'd you think was going to happen? That fight went about as good as it could go for DDP. And like, it still was a bit of a battle, like went into the second round and everything. Like that's as good as it, like that could have ended up being turnaround for a professional fighter. That's what I'm saying. Like that could have also ended up being like a, just like dog out war that DDP wins like a split decision by like, they could have been much worse for DDP's camp. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to say about this fight is, uh, this is 
This is maybe the best example I've ever seen of uh, how stats in MMA just aren't there yet. Because if you look at the stats on this fight, Sean Strickland is ahead in almost every category, which is wild. And he has no chance to win. And statistically, he should dominate this bout. So, uh, uh, what One last thing I do have to say is you always talk about it with the greatest champions. Just how defensively sound Adesanya is. Is I think is going to play a huge factor in this fight. Statistically, Sean Strickland better defensively on the feet. <laughs> uh, incredible, but yeah, I mean, I, Strickland just can't generate real offense in this fight. <laughs> and that's it's really tough to win when you don't have a viable path to offense. Listen, if if Strickland pulls this off, the hilarity hilarious. continues because. I'm an Adesanya fan. Like he's, you know, I, I always openly admit I am one. I am a newer fan to the MMA scene. Adesanya was one of the first guys that like really got me into it. Um, but God, it would be absolute insanity if Sean Strickland gets gets the belt put around his waist on it, Saturday night. It would be the best. I would enjoy it <laughs> a tremendous amount. I'd um, have a hard time not enjoying it because it would just be so ridiculous. Yeah, I want to be clear. I'm I am rooting for Sean Strickland to win by hook or by crook. Like I simply do not care how it happens, and it will blow up uh, my parlay and probably cost me a you know decent chunk of money. Uh, I want it to happen because the the humor is is the most yeah. important part. Yeah, I mean, 2023 will go down as like the most ridiculous the funniest year. year, just the funniest in year. history. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling to the co-main event heavyweight bout tied to Ivasa fighting in his home country, fighting in Sydney, taking on Alexander Volkov right now. Volkov, the big favorite. You can get him for the price of minus 250 to Ivasa coming back. At plus 205. Uh, I got a fever, Jed. I got a fever. Do you? And the cure is a tight to Ivasa knockout. I mean, I, I, I we've been doing this for well over a year now, like 60-some-odd episodes. I, I had a feeling. I, I, I suspected it. I got a fever, and the cure is a tie to Ivasa knockout. Uh, took him against, took it against Sergey Pavlovich. Got made to look silly. We'll be going right back to the well against Volkov. If I get made to look silly, I am completely okay with that. Half unit plus two ninety five. Nice little payout if it happens. But there is no way, Jed. There is absolutely no way in hell. I am parlaying up Volkov, doing whatever with Volkov. And then sitting there on Saturday night, if Tai Tuivasa does get a knockout in front of the home Australian crowd, gets up on that fence and does a shoey over my dead betting body, I will not. I will not stand for that. In my opinion, the KO is live. I mean, his last two opponents were incredibly tough opponents: Cyril Gon and Sergey Pavlovich. I mean, going into that Cyril Gon fight, we were kind of sitting there like. Wow, like Tai Tuivasa just kind of shot up the ranks here. He's now a top five heavyweight. And if he beats Ciro Gan, like you have to begin the discussion about him getting a title shot at this point. Obviously, neither of those fights go his way. Almost feels like Volkov is a step back. Now I understand the the problems that are presented here, massive size advantage, like fights smart. Like we've we've seen him against the best of the best in the heavyweight division. Uh, and he's been knocked out once, like in in the last ten years of his career, and it was by Derek Lewis, like essentially at the bell. I understand all that. Tuivas has got a brick head. He can he can he can uh, cut off the range, get inside, and knock him out. That's that's what I'm praying for. That's what I that's what I'm hoping for. I think that that's reasonable. Um, he's Volkov plots. He's not Sirogan. He can't you know just Toriador his way around and not allow. Uh, Tuivasa to to get his shots off. And, I mean, hell, Tuivasa even almost managed to pull it off against Gon. Have you seen uh, the flow Tuivasa's got, too? I, I hate I to interrupt, not. but, like, that's something that has to factor into this. He's he's growing out the lettuce a little bit, and it looks five stars. It looks just fantastic. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like trying to think of other times people grew out the flow, and I was like, that's... That that makes you better because I distinctly remember Frankie Edgar growing out the flow and getting obliterated, and it was it was a tough scene. So I mean, if you just listen, I'm not talking about it's down to his shoulders, but he's got a nice set of hair on him right now. Like if you just go and look at his latest Instagram post, there's some sort of like foggy edit. Like it looked, he looks like a model. Like it it just looks so good, man. I'll pull this up. Uh, while I give you my official breakdown. Yeah, it's got a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit of lettuce going on there. Uh, so I think that this is totally reasonable. Um, I'm on Tai Tuivasa, the underdog. I'm not taking the KO prop. 
because it was it was smart. only like fifty extra points. And even though Tai Tuivas has one uh, win that isn't by KO, do you do you happen to know who that is? That was a decision against Andre Arlovsky. It's absolutely true. It's the weirdest thing that. Andre Arlovsky was the dude he couldn't put away. Yeah. So yeah. uh I think by far the most likely outcome if Tuivasa wins is the knockout. Um, but was it getting a lot of extra points and it's just easier. So Smart. I uh and I'll I'll be honest, I think a lot of my head says that Volkov probably should win this. He's looked really great, shown great form his last couple outings. Like you said, really durable. He's got the length. He's upped his offense, which is important. But Tuivasa, really durable. I'm not taking anything away from him getting knocked out by Sergei Pavlovich because apparently Sergei Pavlovich could knock out a hippo if you let him punch it. Um, it just seems to be what that man's hands are made of. So I I think that this is very live. And I'd be lying if I said I knew you'd be on Tuivasa. Was I I'm not going to support you? I'm going to go against Thank you with Volkov? Thank like, you that's, I mean, that, that would be bad. That would be I bad mean, friendship. If you're on Volkov this week... I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, yeah, you, you might win. I mean, the, the odds say it's much more likely that you do win, but the fun bet. How are you going to feel about yourself, though, you know? Oh, my gosh. If Ty Tuivasa wins and you're on Volkov, you are just going to be sitting in just shit stew. Like, you're just going to hate it. You're going to hate Everyone's going to be having so much fun. He's going to jump up on the cage. He's going to crush a shoey. We're going to get a great post-fight interview. It's going to be fantastic. And you're just going to be sitting there just like, why? Why did I bet on Volkov? Or Volkov wins, you know, the non-fun route. The non-fun route. I will also say um, I don't recommend this, but I doubled up on Ty because I also have the, him in a two, two-leg two parlay that no one should follow on. You parlayed up, Ty? Sure did. <laughs> it's a gimmick parlay, but it, you ha- okay. it had to be done. Okay, all right, yeah, listen, I understand. I mean, it, it did. It had to be done. Heavyweight overs. Oh no, those are dead. Oh, um, those officially no. died in Paris, Rest France. In 2023 Rest Paris, France, peace. Cyril gone. Wow. I thought for a shining moment uh that there was a chance because the fight was clearly not going to go uh Sergey's way, but I thought maybe Gone might not put the put the hammer down and then he just started doing that like weird yeah, like, standing, real, like, like an actual hammer, hammer down. Yeah, yeah, like an actual like chipping with an ice pick. And it's like, oh, well, there it goes. So heavyweight overs, rest in peace. January uh, 20, January 1st, whatever the first event of the year, 2023 to September, whatever this was, September 4th? Uh, listen, man, I guess, I guess flyweight, I guess heavyweight, flyweight unders can't exist without heavyweight overs. Same thing, vice versa. It was like the... It's like the couple, the elderly couple that when like the husband dies, it really is. the the wife dies six broken months later. Broken heart syndrome. Just, yeah, just can't Could, live the broken heart. You can't, Heavyweight you, overs were doing great one. until flyweight unders died. And then on, they on, just on. fell off a cliff. Chat GPT, killing it though. Good? Ten and still five. Good? Shout out Ten to the robots. On the we got, do we have one on this card? We do. We have That's one on this card. Uh, and... Mm, Maybe next week. It depends. I have a new gimmick bet that I'll be employing. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Not We're all... this week, but I've to replace heavyweight overs. I have uh, been crunching the numbers. Uh, it's a science, you know. We've got to. I want to see what the science says. So science seems to believe in the robots. We'll see what else science believes in next week. We are all anxiously awaiting the reveal of the next gimmick. Let's keep it rolling. Still on the main card, men's flyweight belt. 
bout. Manel Cop taking on Felipe Dos Santos, stepping in on short notice for Kai Kara France. Right now, you can have Manel Cop four minus four ten. Felipe Dos Santos coming back at plus three twenty. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is a tough ask for Felipe Dos Santos. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, it is. He's had seven pro fights. Uh, one of them being in in LFA. He's, he's also he's 20, a child. I was going to say he's 22 years old. Now he's being asked to fly across the entire world on three weeks notice. Uh, and here you go. Congrats. Your prize is uh, an absolute killer in Manel Cop. Like the dude is just going back and watching some of the tape like he for a flyweight man this dude is violent finished 16 of his 18 wins and then when you just look at like his resume when he was in rising like fought the best of the best over there like even if you just look at the dude's losses like he made his ufc debut against now champion alejandre pantoja uh uh mateus nicolau who's who's number six in the division right now when he was in yeah dude and when he was in Rise and lost to uh, uh, Kyoji Horiguchi, Kaya Sakura, who he later avenged that loss, like, dude has fought the best of the best. And now, like, it, it kind of feels like he's pretty mad. Like, everyone just keeps dropping out on dude. Like, he is just ready to get in the octagon and, and earn his title shot. Like, I think he wants wants another shot at Alejandro Pantoja. And now you're giving him a shoot box guy who like i feel like is just going to be super game but i just don't feel like his game is there yet uh and i i just feel like they're going to go at it and and manel cop is is likely to finish felipe dos santos yeah i agree um i will say so i i've got him in the parlay with adesanya and one more leg uh because i believe in it i will say this is the this is the piece that feels the most dangerous because Cup has stumbled occasionally. It's coming against really, really good opposition, but things can get a little wonky at flyweight, particularly, you know, the other side of everything you just said uh, here is, well, yes, Benel Cop, enormous step up in competition for Felipe Dos Santos, et cetera. Huge opportunity. 22 years old, can Huge. jump can jump right into the top 10 with a dub here. Um, Crazy so, thing about like, it's It's insane. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I really like Cop. I've liked Cop since back in uh, Ryzen, and I think he's one of the best guys in the world, and he's just had a string of bad luck. Uh, a couple of odd performances, a split decision that, you know, this is a split decision, um, and then he just hasn't had the opportunity to fight dudes. Like, his resume right now, the last, like, couple of years, I mean, just think about Manel Cop's place right now. Comes off the David Dvorak win, which is a fine. That's I think Dvorak's ranked in the UFC. <laughs> Supposed to get Alex Perez, who's a top 10 guy. Perez falls out. Supposed to get Davidson Figueredo, who's former champion. You know, if he beats Figgy, he's probably getting a title shot. Oh, for sure. Figgy falls out. Supposed to get Kai Kara Friends. Just fought for a title. Well, you know, if he beats Kai Kara Friends, he's probably, probably getting, getting a title a shot. shot. <laughs> Kai Kara Friends falls out, and it's yeah. and now it's here. So it's it, he just can't seem to catch a break, uh, and he's going to take all that energy out on poor Felipe Dos Santos. So, I mean, I, just go back, go like three years. Like was supposed to fight Rogerio Bontarin, Bontarin pulls out. Was supposed to fight Alejandro Pantoja, Pantoja pulls out. Uh, was supposed to fight Suma Darji, uh, cop actually had to pull out of that one. Was supposed to fight Rogerio Bontarin again, Bontarin pulled out. Like. The dude it's has been had a tough run. Six opponents pull out in the last three years. 
and all of them would had he won would have gotten him significantly closer to a title shot and like half of them would have just gotten him a title shot yeah yeah so yeah, it's, it's, it is unfortunate so excited going, to see him back I'm are, back, you, are you betting him Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I got him in a parlay piece, and I have him inside the distance. Inside the what's that inside the distance number at? Uh, I got I him minus, at KO. It was like I, minus one fifty. Oh wow, wow! I got this one at minus one fifteen. I mean, yeah, I'm seeing minus one seventy. So the line has moved a lot. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I felt pretty good in that when I was placing the bet. Uh, yeah. yeah, still, still feel pretty good about it now. I guess like worst case scenario is like Felipe dos Santos is just like disgustingly tough could be uh, real like, durable who knows yeah or he pulls off the magic or he pulls off the magic and he and he just absolutely skyrockets his career uh if that happens i'll i'll go on the record right now felipe dos santos pulls off the magic something screwy is going on and we'll be betting sean strickland like because that. my parlay will already be dead with izzy and so then we'll be betting sean strickland I like that i like that uh all right let's keep it rolling main card heavyweight bout justin toffa taking on Austin Lane, right now you can have Toffa for minus two eighteen. Austin Lane coming back at plus one eighty. I don't know how you feel about the side. I'm not playing a side in this one. Just like a wildly volatile matchup. We 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 broke it down a a couple months ago. To me, this is just a get or get got matchup. I mean, you saw how they came out before the eye poke. I know it was only for like forty five seconds, but I think this is just two big old dudes getting in there to chuck them. I mean, they've both of them have only ever won by KO. Neither has ever completed a, a takedown in the UFC. I mean, they've both been knocked out. If you look at the numbers, Austin Lane, 13 of 15, under the one and a half. Tafa, six of nine, under the one and a half. They have 17 combined first-round finishes in their careers. Even if you go back to their amateur careers, six amateur fights, all ending by knockout. Uh yeah, I mean, this just feels like two heavyweights going in there and just throwing them. Someone's getting dropped. I'm on the under one and a half. And the uh, – it's actually fight doesn't – instead of fight doesn't go to a decision, I took fight ends by KOTKO as a parlay piece. Uh, what was the difference in those lines? Uh, monstrous. Uh, minus – it was on Bet Rivers. Don't know if anyone has that available in the area. We do have it in New York, New Jersey, but it was uh, like minus 600. Doesn't go to a decision. Ends by KO minus 340 or something. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no-brainer. no uh, I am on a side. First, let me just say, if they had to die, I'm glad heavyweight overs died before this week because uh, I did not. It's a tough one to get around to. Did not love looking at the two heavyweight fights on this and being like, all right, let's clock the over on them. Uh Fortunately, I'm not in on this. Look, you're right. We broke this down, you know, however many weeks ago that was at UFC Jacksonville. And uh, I believe at that time I took Austin Lane. However, the math has changed, Connor, because part of taking Austin Lane was that he was a former Jacksonville Jaguar. It was basically a homecoming fight for him. Not technically, but basically a home. So we took it. Now you got Justin Taffa, who, look, Justin Taffa, as I said at the top wow. of things, he is not – no, Justin Tava is Australian, so basically a homecoming fight for him. We're wow. golden. You got to take the change. Wow. I'm taking Tafa, but because the, the line even grew a little bit bigger on Tafa, didn't like that. I liked everything you said in your breakdown, and we decided to go for the pure spike. This is 
Justin Taffa KO round one prop bet at the at the just brilliant bet of plus one seventy. Ooh, plus one seventy exacta and the round. Love that. Love that. I have to say, just brilliant work by you. Brilliant research to to have the wherewithal to pivot, knowing that Taffa was fighting in Jacksonville. That makes all the difference. I mean, it was the easiest bet on earth. Now they 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 flip the script completely and they head to Tafa's hometown. I mean, this is just like Dude, it's wow. NFL season's about to kick off. You yeah. know, home games, the line swings by six points. Oh yeah. This is the the, the line has swung. We are we're fully on Tafa here. Great work. If Great you work, think I'm you. betting against an Australian on this card, you got another thing coming, guys. Did I bet against a single Australian? I may have bet against. Yeah, bet against one. I Ooh, bet against. Oh, let me one. think of who you bet against. Uh, I did not. Uh, so interesting. Okay, let's uh, figure this out then. Yeah, I mean, let's just get right into it. It's the very next fight, main card: Tyson Pedro taking on the Pleasure Man, Anton Turkali, baby. I'm so the, disappointed in you, the Swedish man returns to the octagon after facing two defeats uh right now basically pick them whoever you want in this one go ahead and take a stab at them because you're getting coin flip odds on this one minus 105 tyson pedro minus 115 anton turkali uh i take it you're on pedro i am and not just me connor the machines are on Tyson. Whoa! Pedro. You left this one to the bots. I did. It was, you know, it's a coin flip fight, and those are the fights I I prefer to choose. Chat GPT. Uh, you know, I won't lie. My heart wanted it to be Pedro, but looking at it, there are a lot of reasons to think uh, it's Turkali who's going to get it done. So let me just give you the brief rundown on what Chat GPT says. Please. Uh, Midway through the first round, Pedro found his opening, unleashed a powerful combination that backs Turkali against the cage, sensing danger. Turkali shoots for a takedown. Pedro sprawls uh, as a testament to his improved takedown defense and grappling. Uh, he seizes the opportunity, gets a front headlock, and transitions to the back where he gets a RNC first-round submission win for Tyson Pedro. And so on the basis of that one, we've taken Tyson Pedro. I got him at even money, plus 100. Uh, I'm also taking Tyson Pedro by round one sub, just a little sprinkle at plus 800 just to see if that hits. And then, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I have a parlay that no one should tail me on. Look, I don't know if you, I don't, I don't know what you're up to in the podcasting realm, but Tyson Pedro co-hosts a podcast with Ty Tuivasa. You think I'm not going to pick the half cast podcast parlay? Wow. There's not a world in which I'm not going to bet the half cast podcast parlay. It rolls right off the the tongue, Connor. The half cast podcast parlay. Plus 500. We have have three bets down on Tyson Pedro. Wow. The exposure. The exposure is on the man that just uh, got defeated by Modestus Bukaukis. As I said at the very beginning of this show, Connor, I see a world where I lose money this week. Listen, respect to you, respect to you, man. I mean, I uh, I went the other way, uh, not heavy. I can promise you, it's not heavy. But I mean, I, I'm I'm rocking with the pleasure, man, dude. I mean, if you look at his. Listen, I know he's 0-2. Everyone knows that he's 0-2. If you're a fan of the UFC, you know the pleasure, man. You know that he's 0-2. But the first two matchups, he got Jelton Almeida, who, I mean, 
I don't need to go into jail <laughs> on Almeida. I mean, that is my guy of all guys. That's a tough matchup. And then Petrino is not easy either, man. Undefeated as well. Like, I want to say he's fought two badass Brazilians with a combined record of, like, 28 and two. They're the absolute killers. Uh, survived the Petrino fight. Had a couple of good moments in that one. Listen, don't expect he's any sort undefeated of- against, you know, non-Brazilians, which yes. is... That's that's a good point. That that is a very good point by you. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't expect like you know a technical warfare from this one. Don't expect like you know if Turkali loses, if Turkali loses by the exact way that you just laid it out, I would in no way be surprised. This fight is like whatever side you're on, just get ready for it to be hilarious and don't expect to get your money back. Like there's a there's a chance that this fight just gets absolutely outrageous. If we're going to like things that I actually do like, I like the cardio advantage for Takali. If he can survive the first round, which I'm going to say that he can after making it through uh, through 15 minutes with Petrino, um, who has seven wins by finish out of out of his nine, uh, I, I think he can survive the first round with Pedro. And then and then once we get there, like he can push the pace. He he can really he can really light this thing up. But uh, yeah. In terms of expectations of getting money back on this one, I mean, I'm just supporting the pleasure man to support the pleasure man. It's it's just that easy. I, I this might be my last shot at it. If he loses this one, he might be out of the UFC. This might be my last shot at it. So, get in if while he, the getting's good. If he loses this one, he very likely is out of the UFC. I'll say, had I you had I done enough research, I didn't. You did more. Had I thought about the ladies' night pleasure man, we could have done that parlay instead. Because that's a pretty good parlay as well. I mean, yeah. I'm on both of them, though. I will say that. I mean, we might as well be the Magic Mike parlay, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I mean, it, it's a great one. I, I I will be on both of them, though. So you know who I'm supporting come, uh, come Saturday evening. Always. Well, let's talk about that fight. Let's jump into the prelims, man. Light heavyweight bout. Carlos Olberg taking on Da on Jung. Right now, you can have Carlos Olberg for minus 270, Don Jung coming back at plus 220. So last week I talked about it, I was like, man, it's kind of surprising to see him as that big of a favorite. Uh, and then I dived into the tape, dove into the tape. I think it's dove, yeah. Then I dove into the tape. And like, for some reason, my mind is like blocked out every one of Don Jung's fights, except for the Kennedy in Zuchukwu fight. I don't know why. I just always go back to that in my head. I remember exactly where I was. I was on Kennedy. I lost first round knockout. I was like, man, this Don Jung guy is tough. Big knockout power. I mean, how powerful is he if Kennedy ate a million of Olberg shots and then it, that's all it took him to, to get Kennedy out of there? I mean, he must just be a Superman. Then I go back and watch the Justin Jacoby fight. First round knockout. And then... Go back and you watch the most recent performance. And that took me back for real, for real. The Devin Clark performance for Don Jung was uh, was certainly not anything to write home about. Uh, and then on the flip side, Carlos Olberg. I mean, you can doubt him all you want, but like he has been looking very good these last few fights. If they stay and stand which I'm, I'm inclined to believe that they're going to. The only time Don Jung has really gone for takedowns was that William Knight fight. Uh, I believe he has nine UFC takedowns, eight of them coming in that William Knight fight. 
I imagine they're going to stand and bang, and and I have to favor Carlos Holberg here to get it done. I, I think ladies' night gets his hand raised. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I, like you, kind of thought this line looked a little large. I think part of me just awkwardly conflates Carlos Olberg and Blood Diamond um, as the same fighter, and they're it's not. It's just like, yeah, like kind of like the all. CBK guy that it's just like, oh, or the CKB other, guy. Yeah, like, the oh, other just, CKB guy who kickboxes, but one of them's really bad. <laughs> and oh, one yeah, of them is like, actually pretty good and like. Had he not completely blown his load in the Kennedy fight, like we're talking about an undefeated fighter who's six and zero in the UFC. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, the Kennedy fight MMA math does say Don Jung's going to win this, but that is true. That I is true. Uh, the other thing I the Dustin Jacoby fight um, for for Don Jung was like, oh yeah, look, like Jacoby just kind of killed you. Like he just was a better kickboxer and blew his doors off. Um, I think Carlos Elberg's better kickboxer. Didn't like the price, so uh, I took Olberg by KO minus one forty. I mean, if he's going to get it done, it's it's likely going to be Seems by really knockout. Really likely I mean, that it's by three knockout. straight first round knockouts for bro. Like he, I mean, the Negamariano one too. Like, yeah, Nikolai Negamariano doesn't really get knocked out. I.e., he's only ever been knocked out by Carlos Olberg. So, dude has got power. He's fast. He's fighting at home. I I like this matchup for him. If you're on Don Jung, I mean, this is definitely the the buy low spot for sure, especially after that Devin Clark fight. Um, that one, that one gave me PTSD. I remember, I, I think I had Don Jung in a parlay in that one, and it was just like dead from the second he got out there. I was just like, sheesh. Uh, kind of feel like he needs to wrestle to win this one. Yeah, very much so. We'll see. I if think he at does this it. standing, he is in a very precarious position. We will see if he does it. Let's keep it rolling. Featherweight bout. Jack Jenkins taking on Chepe Mariscal right now. You can have Jack Jenkins minus 205. Jose Mariscal, Chepe Mariscal coming back at plus 170. You said you're not betting against any Australians. Uh, What do we got in this one? I have nothing. This is the first fight of the evening. I have nothing on. I only have two more fights, uh, two more bets on the card, and then one bet that I I think wisely talked myself out of. So I got nothing on this one and I won't pretend like I dove into uh Chepe Mariscal to, to check the tape. I know he's got the Trevor peak win, uh, but that's, that's the extent of what I know about this young man. And thus I did not feel compelled to bet this fight. Yeah. I mean the, the Trevor peak win was, was wildly impressive to, mm-hmm. to step in like that, you know, showed great toughness in that one. But, man, I just feel like these are just two oppo taco matchups. Like, I mean, Trevor Peak is just wild, just going to be crazy when he gets in there. I feel like Jack Jenkins is much more technical. We'll use the leg kicks. We'll be patient in the striking. And I also think that he can mix in the wrestling. I know we saw Mariscal do it against Trevor Peak. Uh, but, I mean, I think Jack Jenkins can go to the wrestling here. We I did watch some tape back in the in the, in the Sean Soriano fight, Mariscal, uh, got laid on for a decent amount of that one. Jack Jenkins fighting at home. I think he's going to need to make some adjustments after the Jamal Emmers fight. Obviously, uh, a contested decision in that one, um, but he's still young, and uh, I, I think he gets his hand raised here. I just took him as a single, uh, minus 185. If Mariscal makes me pay twice, it is what it is. Yeah, that sounds like a great breakdown. <laughs> uh, all right, let's keep it rolling. Lightweight bout. Jamie Malarkey taking on John McDessie. And right now you can have Jamie Malarkey for minus 265. McDessie coming back at plus 215. Uh, how about this one? Any action for you here, Jed? Uh, 
I am on this fight, and as I stated, not betting it against any of these dudes. Give me one of them. Why would I do it? Uh, not betting Malarkey straight. Um, breakdown here for me is pretty simple. Uh, I do think McDessie has been sort of an underrated journeyman, if that's fine. Like, I don't really know how, if that makes sense, but just a dude who's always, always very durable, always in there. Uh, Malarkey coming off the uh, perplexing performance against uh, Muhammad Naimov, getting just gassed up like that uh, after beating the hell out of Francisco Prado, who looks like he might have a little juice to him. So all that being said, still taking him still. He's, he's a much bigger dude than McDessie, which is a huge, huge benefit for him. I think you can just mix the martial arts a little bit better than John McDessie at this point in his career. Uh, the hometown can give him a little extra juice, but like I said, McDessie pretty good, pretty durable, only been finished three times. I'm, all three of those were by dudes who are better finishers than Jamie Malarkey is. So I'm taking Malarkey by decision at plus 110. I like that, man. I mean, Jamie Malarkey is just Jekyll and Hyde, dude. Like some fights, the Devontae Smith fight, dog. Can just look amazing. Like, just like fought through it, comes back in the second round, gets the finish. I, I was on him there, like plus 130. I was like, I love this guy. Then, like... He fights Naimov, and, like, he's looking great until he ain't, until he is just put out, man. Uh, I mean, he's he really is just, like, you, you're not entirely sure the guy you're going to get in there. And it is a little bit worrisome that it was three months ago that, that he got blasted in that one. But I am with you. Uh, I played him on Saturday, and the line was much more favorable. Um, I mean, I still think he gets it done, though, nine-year – uh, age differential for for Malarkey. He's gonna have like six a inches weight of class reach. of size different differential. Four inches, yeah, four inches of height. I know Magdesi has dealt with bigger fighters. I mean Ignacio Bahamondes. I, I know he got the dub there, but uh, yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like Malarkey bounces back. I, I I think he uses the physical advantages to get this one done in front of the home crowd, and I likely think it does come by way of decision as well. Yeah, I think that he's gonna get uh get enough takedowns, just kind of use that physicality. And there, there is also the argument, you know, if you don't trust Malarkey's chin, which I can completely understand that. Matt Dexy doesn't have any knockouts since twenty fifteen. It's been a long time, is the like that's the other part that gives me some some level of confidence here. So um yeah, I, you can't feel super confident on Malarkey just because he is no. so mercurial, but And then there's a world where we're sweating this heavy come like Oh yeah, Four. it's one of those ones where there's two and a half minutes left in the third round, and they're like, "Anybody's fight, someone's got to do something big here," and uh, yeah, and you're just like holding on by the seat of your pants, and you're like, "Oh shit, what are we gonna get here?" Yeah, so uh, we'll see. But Malarkey by decision plus one ten. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling to a lightweight bout. Nasrat Hakparas taking on Landon Quinones. Brilliant matchmaking here from the UFC. Uh, Hot Paras, minus 470. Quinones, plus 360. So uh, I don't know how much tough you watched. I don't know if you I were. I watched the one episode that I was this on. This was the one episode. This, this was, was no, not episode. this one. Oh, oh okay. I watched so. the one episode you couldn't, you were not able to be there oh. for. Obviously, I watched every single episode. I was down in the blue tank top every single week. Who else down the blue tank top? 
Landon Quinones. Uh, he took on Jason Knight in the very first round, got knocked, not knocked out, got subbed in the very first minute of that fight, Jason Knight. Is that good? Jason Knight, not even the eventual winner, not even eventual finalist. Uh, yeah, I mean, not a great look for Landon Quinones, but it earned him a UFC contract. Um, he He's now fighting the big dogs. Obviously, this one on short notice for him. And uh, Nasrat was supposed to fight last week. So now he's got to go across the world on like two and a half weeks notice and fight a dude who is essentially his same age, uh, but he's got 10 UFC fights under his belt. Um, just just not, I mean, I get like just to to give Nasrat a fight, but I, I just am perplexed by by him getting a UFC contract and 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 this matchmaking here, I I just feel like Nasrat is is gonna have him beat pretty much everywhere. Yeah, uh, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> so this is the final leg in my three. Oh, leg. do it to me, Izzy Manel and Nasrat. Yeah, yeah, I got it too. That's just the chalk just donkey the chalk square. Donkey. Just like <laughs> Vegas is like, oh yeah, that's a loser. Go ahead, they're just like rubbing their hands together because I'm on that too. Yeah. Uh, Look, it's, it didn't take a genius to put that one together. <laughs> They're just, ah, oh, here are the three, I think the three biggest favorites on the card. You know what I did? I think I just lied to you. I think I just uh, lied to you. I have uh, Manel Kopp and Izzy in a parlay, and then I have Nasrat, Adesanya, and Raul Rosas to next week. Uh, I'm sorry. They're all parlay pieces, though, so if one uh, loses them, I'm dead anyway. all makes sense. You know, all, all interchangeable. But yeah, uh, Canone has... If you're getting tapped by Jason Knight in the Tough House, I don't think you're going to beat Nazrat Hockprost, who's like, you know, top 30 lightweight in the world. He's only lost to like very good fighters. So straightforward here. Uh, I think Nazrat has a good day. Uh, honestly, wish that we had swapped these two matchups. I know Hockprost and Malarkey had been uh, previously booked against each other and that fell apart think that that would be a fight I'd be a little a lot I mean not a little a lot more interested in would be Malarkey Hawk Prost and McDessie Canones but the the interest here for me is uh same thing as Felipe Dos Santos if Canones pulls it off it's an insane story yeah true if if he gets it done then can't win tough but beats a top 30 dude <laughs> the way can't Make it to the second minute of the first round of tough, but beats a top 30 lightweight. I mean, that would be incredible on short yeah, we, notice across the world. We would need to pull in the wonderful AK Lee tough historian to, to check this out. I'm sure it's not the, I'm sure it's not the fastest anyone has been eliminated from tough, but it's gotta be on the short list. I mean, a first, a first minute of the first fight loss, not many people in the history of tough have, have lost that show quicker. Yeah, it's it's not great, but uh, tall task ahead of them. But man, you talk about opportunities, it's knocking at the door for Landon Canones because if he pulls this off, life changing type stuff. Let's keep it rolling. Welterweight bout, Blood Diamond taking on Chuck Buffalo, Charlie Radke. Right Another now, life changing fight right here. You can get Radke minus three ten. Blood Diamond coming back plus two fifty. Uh. Yeah, I just I don't really have much interest in in betting this one. Um, I mean, Chuck Buffalo like should probably win. Um, he should probably just go for takedowns and go for a submission. But watching his previous fights, like he doesn't go for a ton of takedowns. Um, I mean, if it if it stays standing for like ten minutes, like Blood Diamond is incredibly live. 
Uh, but I just I have no trust in in either of these fighters um, at the at their current price tags. So I'm I'm just gonna stay away. I talked myself out of betting this one um, because I I want to be clear I did not do any research into into Chuck Buffalo. I just don't like the vibes, um, and I was like Blood Diamond plus two eighty, and I don't like the vibes. Talk myself into it. Uh, uh, and I was dude, like, that'd I'd be very dumb. I should not do the very very dumb thing. I've done a lot of dumb things already. Uh, if Blood Diamond comes out here and win, and I'm not holding a plus two eighty ticket, I'll be sad. But yeah, I saw Blood Diamond by knockout at like plus four fifty. I, I I really really considered it. Never got around to it though. I just. Because there's just a world where he just gets taken down from the jump and it's just like a no-nonsense, just nothing fight and Chuck Buffalo gets Sanders. Do have to say, nickname battle, this is up there. Blood Diamond versus Chuck Buffalo, that's that's something you tell the grandkids about. It's a very, very good uh, nickname battle. But yeah, like you astutely pointed out, the problem is he's not very good, happy. So I can't yeah. bet Blood Diamond. Solid striker, like he's had some good striking moments in the in the Orion Sose fight, but there's just no guarantee that it's it's going to be a striking battle. This is mixed martial arts, so just a pass for me. Next up, featherweight bout Shane Young taking on Gabriel Miranda right now. Shane Young minus one sixty six. Gabriel Miranda coming back plus one forty. So uh, another one like just kind of choose your battle here. Um, do you want to trust the guy who's getting close to minus 200 who is on a three fight losing streak who arguably hasn't won a round since 2019 uh or do you want to trust the not. guy who's essentially fought nobody and his win condition is almost exclusively submission i decided i don't want to trust either of them with with my my dollar bills so i just passed on this one do you have any action here i do not which brings us to the final fight the first Final. fight of the evening. And that's a welterweight bout. Kevin Gisette taking on Keith for Crosby right now. Is you Kevin Gisette ha- French? Is he actually French? Yes, I believe he is French, but he trains but he's out a CKB of guy. CKB, yeah. correct. So what, let's say we just did Paris. Why are we not? Okay. That's what a lot of people CKB say. But, guy, got it. But it is Kevin Gisette, minus 155. Kiefer Crosby taking on the plus 130 price tag. Kind of feel like Gisette gets it done. Don't have a ton of confidence in that. He's pretty low volume. Like he he's had a couple five rounders on the regional scene that ended in split decisions, just because there was like sort of a lack of action uh, from the Jusette side. But then like Kiefer Crosby, like how into this game is he? Like he was in Bellator for a minute. Then like his most recent fight was in Kingpin, the the boxing organization. <laughs> he, he beat Aaron Chalmers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he beat Aaron Chalmers and King Ben. And the win before that was against like a washed, washed Alex Oliveira. Like Alex Oliveira looked like he just didn't even want to know part of that. So uh yeah, again, Dude. like these Oh my this this has to be pre uh you his win before that is Brian Lonejo. Oh my god. Uh in case it wasn't clear. I did not do I knew I wasn't gonna bet this, so I didn't look at either of these dudes in the slightest. Uh Man, Brian Lojo, that's not that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Uh since July of twenty twenty two when he took on Kiefer Crosby at Cinturon Fight Championship. No. Uh Brian Lojo was like a pride jobber. 
He's like, six he and was, thirteen and three. Yeah, he was like a jobber in rings, like like super deep cut, and this dude beat him in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. He retired, Brian Loanojo. Uh, at the ripe age of 46. Dude, I might have to bet against Kiefer Crosby just on principle. Two of his last three fights are Chalmers and Mojo. Oh my oh, dude, God. Don't forget, like, when he fought Cowboy Oliveira, like, <laughs> Oliveira also, was done with his career. Oh, God, what are the odds? I'm going to bet this just for the for the gags. Kevin Jusette, you're on the team, buddy. <laughs> Uh, minus 155, Kevin just said. Uh, Great yeah. bet. I don't have any regrets about what I'm about to do right now. I can't believe I haven't thought of Brian Lowe and Joe in 10 years. <laughs> this is incredible. Uh, oh, Yeah, honestly, if you look at it, like he, he really hasn't fought much of anybody. No shit. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's slim pickings for big dog. It is not. It is not great, um, but like I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I can trust you. Said I'm just staying away from the first three fights. This I mean, look, a, that's just way smarter, but this is way this is, funnier. This is a throw, throw it on the side TV and and wake me up when when Nasrat's making the walk, and then we can really get going. Shouts to Big Daddy, love love what you're doing with your career, Big Daddy. I'm a huge supporter, but I'll be taking Jisset on principle. Uh, Big Daddy, great nickname. Um, it's a yeah, great sh- nickname. Shout out to uh, to Kevin Jusset. Uh So that's that. UFC 293 in the in books. The uh, 12 fights. Nice and tight. Nice and tight. Uh, really wish this was going to be like an early start time. It would have been. Uh, I, look, if this was an early start time, this would earn a coveted Meshulin star uh, because it's not. It doesn't earn any, any stars. It's a zero star card. But, you know. We might have some fun, and then next week, Connor, round two. Are are you coming for revenge or what? I, uh, Valentina Shevchenko, like a minus two fifteen favorite to Alexa Grasso. That's a, that's a much better price than I got her at last time. You're much not wrong. Better price. You're uh, not wrong. Your boy. Um, my. Your, there, Jack, there's a Jackie there's a couple names. There's a couple uh, bets that I'm gonna have to take. I'm already on them. Jack Della Maddalena underdog odds. Jasmine Jazidavicious, underdog odds. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, that's that's the extent of the fights that matter. Um, eh, Kopolov framed was probably fun. Uh, yeah, I have to bet against Tracy Cortez. Sad day for me. Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, we'll get to that next week. That's for we next get, week. We this will. week is all about Australia, baby. Uh, there is like a nice, nice Mexican parlay that you could cook up. For, uh, for next week, obviously. Probably going to do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, like a Mexican favorite parlay. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have some fun. But that is for next week. Uh, UFC 293, Sydney. That was a terrible attempt at an Australian accent. Every time I try accents, as soon as it leaves my mouth, I'm like, what? Regret that I do that. I'm such a herb. Uh, anyway, next week, uh, UFC, what are they calling it? Noche. UFC, Noche, Noche, UFC. Noche, UFC. Let's go. Talk to you then. Good day, Mike. Love y'all.
Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts.